Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Disaster movies. Whoa! Whoa! Disaster movies. Yes, we're recording a movie pitch podcast about disaster movies. Is that is that like a is that the voiceover at the start the, the, that, that warns us about the the state of the world in some loose way? Yes. Yeah. Or, or the trailer voice I was trying to do. There. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Well, the first bit I did was um, the Cave of Wonders from Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh, no, I could do the trailer bit. Yeah. The trailer voice bit. That makes more sense. There's no disaster in uh, The Cave of Wonders. Maybe there is. It does. It crumbles. It crumbles, yeah, yeah. It could... One man and monkey trapped in cave. Yeah. For... Disaster movie. (laughs) Rescue teams are going down to try and and save them. Oh, yeah. (laughs) One man and monkey trapped in cave. How did cave collapse? Monkey tried to steal Ruby. We talked to nearby uh, city guard about the uh, the character that's trapped down there. He's a street rat. <laughs> I was gonna say like I'm gonna go down there and get that street rat. <laughs> I don't buy that. <laughs> I guess there is a disaster scene in Aladdin <laughs> where he nearly gets trapped in a cave. Yeah, you can tell probably by the way we have deviated off the topic of the podcast this week <laughs> straight away. <laughs> That there's no guest no, to introduce, so we're just doing. <laughs> You've caught us mid pissing around the <laughs> plot of Aladdin. Yeah, yeah, it's what you've done. So we're pitching disaster movies. We are. So like, uh, you got your 2012s. Yep. Your Moonfalls. Yep. Your Day After Tomorrow's. Your Day After Tomorrow's. These aren't disaster movies though. These are Roland Emmerich movies. <laughs> That's what you. That's what he said, isn't it? That's what. Oh, that's what someone said of him. Yes, that's yeah. what someone said. Roland Emmerich's PR team said. Yeah. About I can't remember what movie it was, but it was just sort of like it's not a disaster movie. It's a Roland Emmerich movie. <laughs> it may have disaster in it, but it is not a disaster movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's self-explanatory, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a Roland Emmerich movie. Yeah, I guess. Which is synonymous with disaster. I am movie. I am yet to see a Roland Emmerich movie that's not a disaster movie. Yeah, I want to see him do a drama. And and this is it, isn't it? It's like if you look at those Venn Dyke, the the circle for disaster movie is considerably bigger than the the, the circle for Roland Emmerich movies. But it's well and truly in in the whole it's circle inside. for disaster yeah, movie. It's yeah, well yeah. enclosed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so PRT, no one's buying that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's just us this week. Yep, um, and we're just going to pitch some disaster movies. We had disaster of our own this week. Did we? Oh yeah, yeah. we did, didn't we? The entire studio nearly flooded. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. I, we've moved the studio into the basement. Yes, and yeah, because it's been real hot. Yeah, and and then and then we've had these flash flash storms. Yeah, uh, they just caught just us off guard. Caught us off guard. It was yeah. like a shit Titanic down. It was like a shit Titanic, and the water looked profoundly less tasty than it does in that. Oh stairwell yeah, yeah, in, in like the Titanic. Yeah, the the window to our basement, like you could see the water rising Ooh, up, like a fish tank. Yeah, as it was seeping in. <laughs> 
and dripping off off the window ledge. It was yeah. Yeah, it was a, a little bit bizarre. Um, mm. So now we're full of um, fear of the environment. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in good stead to pitch disaster movies. Yeah, it, it's a shame. It's a shame we didn't listen to that expert that came round the other day yeah, and was just sort of like, said, "This this room's gonna flood any minute now if you don't <laughs> if you don't keep that window closed and and sealed. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna get." get underwater and we were like no 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 our hubris is too much yeah i uh i'm making too much money out of looking out of this window <laughs> without it being being b- well sealed who's gonna pay for the sealant you no you don't live here <laughs> experts our own little disaster that our happened. own little disaster yeah. yeah might be why we suggested it in the poll might have week. been yeah might Just, well have been yeah so we're going to pitch some disaster movies mm-hmm. uh People got in touch with us on social media. If you haven't already, go to our Facebook page. That's facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast. Go to our Twitter as well, at Life's a Pitch show. And you can go to our Patreon as well, patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast. Uh, more about that last one later. But these people got in touch with us on there. Matt graciously put a post out. Graciously. With, graciously put a yeah. post out with the Titanic on. Just yep. like, we're looking for a disaster movie made up film titles and yep. people delivered yep they I, gave I, us I said I said you know we were lucky that we've mm. got Titanic the movie Titanic to tell us what it's like to have a disaster in the middle of the Atlantic because nothing would happen like that nowadays no no nothing nothing like that at all no <laughs> um, alright so let's get on with pitching some disastrous movie titles all right so from ashley ralph we've got ghost satellites ghost satellites i like that uh quite a lot Mm. because you know that the earth is surrounded by like a layer of junk yeah yeah right debris from uh satellites that we've put up Mm -hmm. and also like commercial satellites it's not well regulated right like putting satellites into the uh earth's Space mm. isn't well regulated. No, because nobody owns it. Nobody. It, there's no. There's no authority behind it. It's seemingly infinite, although it's becoming less and less infinite nowadays. Well, not just space, but yeah. like the space specifically around Earth. Yeah. Right. Like more and more, it becomes more and more likely that if we put, for instance, like a big lift mm. to the moon, mm. right, which people have have thought about doing. Yeah. A stupid idea. It's a stupid idea, but at least uh, not uh, not to the moon, but a sp- uh, uh, a space lift, right? Yeah. People have thought about that, yeah. Right, getting something with the, to the point where the force that it, with which it, it kind of swings around the Earth keeps the tension on the on yes. the lift. Um, that's that's uh, th- been theorised. Mm. But one of the things that they have to worry about, and the same with the international um, uh, like space station mm. and all that sort of stuff, is that. You have to regularly worry about whether or not a high-speed piece of space junk is just going to smash into the side of whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, Sputnik is just going to go, wa-boing. That's what you've got lasers for. That's what you've got lasers for. On the... On the on the elevator you just put a load of lasers. Put a load of lasers. Of course. Bang. Solved. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, I think that, um, that ghost satellites is like... A, a way of um, they've been tracking these mm. right they, they track this um, it's a big development to sort of like shoot down and, and, and collect 
um, space junk, mm. right? So they're going out, and I, I don't know, it'd probably be like... Um, Maybe it's Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Right? Is going out and he's a space junk collector. Yes. Right? As in like he's he's like he's essentially the equivalent of the guy who walks through the park with a little litter picker thing. Yeah, yeah. But in space. He's he's got a little litter picker, but he's in a space suit and yeah. just flying around. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um at which point, like, something hits his uh he's got this like tracking system that, that looks at all the fields and stuff. Mm. Uh like um looks at all the fields and stuff. Uh, tells him where the junk is in space. So he can zoom to the next bit, yeah. picks them up, zoom to the next mm-hmm. bit, and it outlines all the junk. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then something hits the side of his... Uh, space suit. The, the, hits the side of his like little... He's got a little space bike. He's, he's got <laughs> he's got one of those pods from 2001. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. a little transport pod that he just yeah. like chucks into the back. And the back's just a net. Yeah. Big net. Yeah, it's just a yeah, big net. Yeah. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. It expands <laughs> out as he puts more junk in it. Yeah, I like this. Um, and, uh, and so he's like, he's, he has to lie down in this thing. It's quite small. It's mm. just like he lies down in the front. There's a little window, and then it's just like a, a, he just scoops junk into the top of it, and uh, and it goes into the net. Um, anyway, that gets hit on the uh, through the side, and he's like, no way, like. There was nothing on the readout. Mm-hmm. Nothing hit me. Uh, and, like, he's he's trying to figure out as more and more things are, like, getting taken out by this uh, by this mysterious force yeah. that's and, just smashing into stuff. And Jeff Goldblum's down on ground control is like, uh, well, what are you trying to say, uh, Keanu, uh, that uh, you're, you're, uh, you've got uh, uh, a ghost satellite? <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to put up... Uh, Real satellites into the uh, in into the space of Earth. Um, so I need you to get rid of that uh, trash. Too sweet. <laughs> Too sweet. <laughs> I don't think Jeff Goldblum has ever said that. I reckon he has. Maybe. Um, but yeah, so so he's he's picking up his trash and gets hit by a ghost satellite that doesn't appear on his radar. Yep. And like, there's nothing there. Yep. Uh, when he's when he looks back, it's just sort of silent and they're building this space lift yeah they're yeah. building this space elevator Jeff Goldblum is is going mm. to build this, uh, this uh, space elevator we've spent millions of dollars on this space lift mm-hmm. why can't you just do your job all we need is the is for the uh, the space around the where we're building it to be clean and mm. fresh you've got listen I know that you had a tough time with the Musk car Clearing that that whole job. <laughs> Who is this? He's not Jeff Goldblum. He's more like Trump. Or anything. Uh, I love. He's 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 an actor. Yeah, he's yes. doing his thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I love um, how Keanu Reeves was the best litter picker in yeah. Chicago. Yes, he was. Yeah, and he got trained as an <laughs> astronaut because it's easier to train a litter picker to go to space. Yeah. than it is to train a, 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 a an astronaut to pick litter. Yes. <laughs> little joke about the film Armageddon there yeah yeah um, so uh, uh, that's just true also though yeah uh, in, it is in true in this world at least <laughs> uh, <laughs> like we see the start it's like a 90s style like 2000 style movie so at the start we see like Keanu Reeves running through the park like slam dunking a can oh, into, yeah, yeah. into a bin and like you know he's got the whole like uh, three pointer like mm. from right across Central Park or whatever. oh yeah yeah oh yeah it's in, in New, New York, York he's yeah. at Central Park he's 
he's chasing after a litterer. Yeah. <laughs> the start, it's like, it's the like start Men, Men in Black. Black yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where he's, he's chasing after a litterer. And it turns out that that's a recruiting agent yeah. for the... For, oh, no, no. For no he gets... He, he catches the guy. Yeah. And then, and then like, the... Um, the the head of like sanitation in Central Park sort of yeah. takes him into his office like what the hell are you doing you can't just <laughs> can't just rugby tackle Run down litterers yeah yeah and then Jeff Goldblum comes in and yeah. goes uh, oh um could you could you leave uh, me with him one Actually, moment I, uh, who I, the hell who do you think you are <laughs> um I'm uh, I'm head of NASA <laughs> he's not he's not he's he's a, he's a commercial guy he's, oh yeah um, he's like uh, he's SpaceX but not SpaceX yeah right like he's he's very much like a uh, you know in this world because it's twenty uh, 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 thirty five mm. Musk Tesla SpaceX all that sort of stuff yeah complete waste of time yeah. crashed out but from the ashes mm. like an idea was had. Yeah. Right? And and it was this space elevator that... Um, the, the, the Goldblum space the elevator. The Goldblum space elevator, yeah. Yeah. From the husk of musk, it... he <laughs> crawled out. From the husk of musk? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's like, uh, I want to speak to this guy. Uh, Elon Musk in this world was killed in a cage fight with Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> It, and funnily enough, it was a tie. It was a tie. They both Th- died. Thankfully, it was a tie. <laughs> well, they both died, but it, but Mark Zuckerberg, uh, of course, um, just got a new body. Yeah. <laughs> In the, the little, metaverse, the, the little worm crawled out of the yeah. side of, of the head and into <laughs> a new body. Out of his ear. Yeah, <laughs> and went and shook a little fist. I thought you meant. I, I thought you meant he, he downloaded his consciousness into the metaverse, which is why he's been putting so much money. Into... <laughs> he did that too. Yeah, he did but, that as well. But, but that all all that consciousness is installed into a biological, a, a cyber biological worm <laughs> that comes out and it's just a little muppet and it just goes. <laughs> shakes his little fist uh, at the world and it's it's them that's <laughs> taken out Keanu Reeves' space pod yeah, yeah. it's it's um, them in their in their cloaked satellites yeah. that are monitoring the earth no it's just loads of little zuckerworms zuckerworms yeah yeah, yeah but they're monitoring the earth with their tiny little ghost satellites yeah yeah tiny little that's their plan tiny little worm sized satellites yeah because it's cheaper to get worms up into <laughs> the, the atmosphere than it is people yeah in secret they won the space race yes <laughs> Zuckerberg is the only billionaire that's not doing space yeah isn't he yeah he's but that's di- because he's already done it he's already done it he's been doing it in secret <laughs> since 2023 yeah yeah he's been shooting worms up into space he's been shooting clone worms of himself clone meta worms yeah 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 up into space they and call them meta worms is... so, so there's a scene where Keanu Reeves is just fighting off worm Zuckerbergs <laughs> as they're crawling into yeah. his space he's pod. throwing them into the he's throwing each and every one of them into the net yeah into yeah the, into the trash uh, compactor that is his little bike yeah, um, but what they're doing is they're nibbling away at the um, the lift, yeah, the space elevator, because this is the disaster portion of the. As movie. the elevator's going up, yeah, um... with with the president on it and stuff, <laughs> right? Like it's got, yes. it's got the president on of, of, yeah. of, of like uh, it's got the president of the Americas, yeah, yeah. Ten, you know, if you, like <laughs> things have changed in, in in the world now. Yeah, yeah. We have to we have to like look forward a little bit. Yeah, um, the president of the Americas, yeah. is. Um, because the United States fell apart mm. uh, in 2027. Yeah. And uh, 
they um, had to amalgamate into the United United States, the United the United Countries of America. The UCA. Yeah, the UCA. The yeah. president of the UCA, yeah. um, uh, Nigel uh, Beans, has um, is 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 on that is on that uh, on that elevator. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's got to he's got to save the president. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Where's this elevator going? It's, going? it's just going to space. It's just going to space. It's just going to space, so everyone can see. Yeah, I yeah. guess. Loads of hundreds of people on it. Yeah. You know, because it's a big elevator. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess it's like uh, they're, they're mining asteroids for gold and stuff. That's right? probably what they're intending to do eventually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, all these worms are, um, are sort of eating at the eating at the elevator. It's going to yeah. break off and stuff like that. Exactly, and I think, yeah. I think Keanu Reeves, because it's space, yep. right, he can hold the two bits together. Yes, he's just sort of got <laughs> what, yeah, like, yeah, uh, just in um, like in Captain like, America. Captain America, where he's holding that helicopter down. Yeah, 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 he's just sort of pulling it together but because he's in space. He doesn't need that much strength because yeah. there's no gravity. Yeah, it was it kind of isn't it like all the 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 force, the swinging force of it around the Earth that would be pulling it away. That is that's the thing that's supposed to hold the whole thing up. I think maybe. Um, so he's trying to do that. I think he has to he has to use the junk. In his in his satchel, yes, to to like cobble together like fixes, yes, um, for like he's like oh I got a I got a can here, <laughs> he's like and he's like wait I'll use the the top bit of this Tesla, yeah, to, I'll use the 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 drive shaft of this Tesla to to supplement this little bit and 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 like welds it all together. Yes, uh, he he holds it together with this inanimate carbon rod. Yep. And uh, and he he has he has a team. Yeah. Um. Uh, Martin Freeman plays an out of work welder. Yes. Who had to I was going to say there's a welder. Yeah. yeah, yeah, who, yeah. who comes in? Who's afraid of space? Yeah. He's ter- terrified of space. But... but because he's a really good welder, they've yeah. trained him up as an yeah. astronaut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can't do the opposite. Yeah. You can't. You can't become. You you can't train an astronaut to weld. Yeah. It's impossible. It's, it is impossible. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I see. I see. This is the problem that the writers' room of Armageddon had. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. was no room. Let's be honest. Yeah, it was just Roland Emmerich, yeah. wasn't it? Like, but it's uh, it's it's based on a novel by Andy Weir. Yep. The guy who did The Martian. Yeah. Uh, what's the What's the novel called? Um, Ghost satellites. It's called uh, Elevator Going Down. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> Andy Weir, if you're listening, yep. this idea is yours. That's, that's for you. That's for you. You can have this <laughs> you if you want. You can have that one. <clears throat> Specifically him. Not you, anyone else. <laughs> you know, not Dis- you, Stephen King. Disney, you've already done it once. <laughs> you're, not having, you're not having this one. <laughs> Specifically Andy Weir's allowed it. Yes. Not you. From Phil Walters, we've got The Volcano of London. The Volcano of London. Ow! Volcano of London. Uh, volcano in London. Okay. Okay, yeah. So, um, uh, this is about an American kid. Yeah. Who goes to London on an exchange trip. Okay. And then, um, turns into a volcano. What? <laughs> it's an American yeah. werewolf in London, but, um... It's a volcano. It's a volcano. 
<laughs> so, so it's. I, I love the. It's I Michael love the, Sarah has a very yeah, protective yeah, yeah. parent. <laughs> I love the 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 lore on volcanoes that it, that it's just people. <laughs> they just turn into them. Yeah. So, Michael Sarah, very Every protective moon. parents. They live out in the Rockies, <laughs> and um, in the Rockies, yeah. in a mountainous area, in Yellowstone National Park. Yeah, so they can hide out. Yeah, <laughs> and um, be safe. And and they're, they're like. Now, Michael. Oh, we're running with this idea. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> ain't got anything Even better. for us, this is ridiculous. <laughs> now, Michael, you've got to make sure you don't get too uh, too excited when you go to school today. Too angry. Yeah, no getting too angry. Remember our remember our big breaths. You know, we take our yeah. deep breath. <gasps> In and out. That's right. If we if we stub our toe, what do we do? Big breath in and out. Yeah. Um. Uh. So. Uh, so. Uh, I know it's your first day at this new school. Um. So. Uh. You know. Like. I hope you make some good friends. And he goes to school, makes some friends, finds out that there's a next day. There's a, like coming up. There's a trip to London. Yeah. Yeah. And he's made these friends. He wants to impress them, mm. and he's like, "But his obviously his parents haven't signed off on him going to Lo- over to London on a school trip." So he forges their signature, yeah, and gets onto this this um, this London uh, trip. Mm. You know, he doesn't have to be the volcano, but he is. <laughs> he is a person. I'm, I'm pretty sure at this point in the in the pitch, he does. No. He 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 does have to be someone who will wake up latent volcanoes if he does. Okay, get right. Overexcited, right? So, Henman Hill, <laughs> <laughs> the little scrubland outside Wimbledon uh, tennis. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tennis court. That is a very dormant volcano. It's a very very dormant volcano. Sleepy yeah. as fuck. It's but... it's the reason why Tim Henman never won a Wimbledon competition. Yeah. Because if he did. Oh boy! He was also one of these guys. Yes, a, 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 a volcano speaker, a volcano whisperer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he knew that if he got so excited because he'd won, yeah, he knew that if he ever won, he'd get so excited that he'd awaken the Henman Hill volcano. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's why they called it Henman Hill. Yeah. Because every time he was playing in a final or semi-final in Wimbledon, yeah. it, it started, started to rumble. To, yeah, it yeah, started yeah. to rumble. Um, and that's why people used to sit on it. They, yeah. got, they got a lot of sexual gratification out of it. it, it <laughs> that, that and it was just weirdly warm. Yeah. Nice place to be. Yeah. Um, so the point being is when Michael Sarah gets his first kiss on Henman Hill <laughs> at night on this on this trip to London... Yeah. Uh, the volcano goes off. Volcano goes and off and destroys most of London. Yeah, I I like the idea that there's an expert talking to Alan Sugar. Yeah. About this at some point, just like any any moment now that that volcano on Hemman <laughs> Hill's going to go off. You better move your uh, your base of operations. Uh, they could be sugar. anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> But these volcano whisperers, they could be anywhere. Well, I've I've created a device that can find can find volcano whisperers. And Alan Sugar's just like, you're fired. Get out of my office. That's a dumb invention. <laughs> That's a dumb invention for a problem that, <laughs> that doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. 
and he's like, oh no, what am I going to do? I'll prove it. I'll find the volcano whisperer. Yeah. I, and he's like, how are you going to find a volcano whisperer? Tim Henman's already got a restraining order on you. <laughs> <laughs> who's, playing, who's playing this expert? This expert, um... Oh, Chris O'Dowd. Chris O'Dowd. Look at that. Yeah, love it. Um, <laughs> they could be anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> this very, very thick London accent, yeah. Chris O'Dowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Alan Sugar. And I think Alan Sugar is, like, the gherkin is the first building to go. Yep, yeah, yeah. Because he lives at the top of the gherkin, doesn't he, Alan yes, Sugar? Yeah, he does. yeah. Just... He lives, lives right at the top of the Have gherkin. you not watched The Apprentice? He, he lives, lives at the top there. of that building, yeah. Yeah, he lives up there. Doesn't, it's not his office. That's his, that's his house. That's his house. He, when, when everyone goes home, he pulls out the bed <laughs> from underneath the big uh, desk. No, they're all sat around his bed. Is that what happens? That's where he sleeps. The Apprentice? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's his. <laughs> His table, that's where he As sleeps. He gets to the end of the episode of The Apprentice. He puts a little <laughs> nightcap on, takes his suit off, and he's got like a pinstripe. He's doing his closing remarks yeah. for the challenge and stuff. And saying, like, all oh, right, well, next week, I'm going to really put you to this, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Really put you to the test next week. And then he presses a button, and the whole boardroom table flips over. Doesn't even flip four, over. Into a four poster bed. Doesn't even flip over. No. He, just, he just gets on top and falls asleep. <laughs> I like the idea of him putting on his like nighty, yeah, and his and he's like the the four posts rise out of the corners of the thing. Yeah, he dresses like Wee Willy Winkie. Yeah, and, like he's he's got a real Scrooge energy. Yeah, <laughs> and that's he's an old miser in this London. This is a whole scene. This is a whole a whole scene. Yeah, yeah. In in this movie we're pitching. Yeah. it's because it's because the the sort of Michael Sarah volcano whisperer did not have any legs at all. <laughs> I think it. I think it does. I think he, I, yeah. you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, Chris O'Dowd um, like uh, runs up to runs up to the uh, like to Michael Sarah, mm. and he's like, "You can't have your first kiss tonight. <laughs> Not on Henman Hill." But he's already made the date, right? Yeah, to, yeah. to meet someone he's met <laughs> on Henman Hill. Yeah, it's it's part of the date. It's yeah. just sort of like we're gonna kiss at this time. Yeah. <laughs> and Chris O'Dowd's like, no, no, you can't do it. Hemman Hill's prime to go. <laughs> and it's and it's it's Alan Sugar's daughter, who is the or granddaughter probably. I don't know, I don't know how old Alan Sugar is. He's a hundred, a hundred and fifty years old. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's Alan Sugar's great granddaughter. Uh, is 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 the person that he's made a date with? Yeah. And uh, yeah, and it it is disaster averted, but only because Michael Sarah. So he gets there, you know, they have a smooch, mm. and, they, and it starts to crack. the The earth starts to crack underneath him, and um, and she, you know, the people around them because there's loads of them making out on the on, and two of them fall into the volcano. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then some of them are like, "What, Michael Sarah's character?" You're you're a freak. <laughs> as as London is sinking underneath. <laughs> you're a freak. The lava. What have you done? And that's what it wasn't the kiss that did it. Yeah. It was them telling him that he was a freak that really started oh, to say Oh right. Right. And then um it, by the end though, he's gone on an adventure with Chris O'Dowd. Yeah. 
and um, realizes that uh, whoever it is, I don't fucking know, um, uh, Sophie Turner, yeah. uh, accepts him for who he is, yeah. and that he can be a volcano whisperer in in uh, and and still get on with his life, yeah, and not and I not mean, worry about what other people think. Yeah, it's like, uh, where do you want to go on vacation? I don't know, Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's how it that's ends. What, that's how it ends. With a uh, helicopter flying over London that's just sort of melting. Ding 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 Volcano in London. Little old lady got boiled up late last night. That's Alan Sugar. Yeah. He's singing Werewolves of London. Yeah, yeah. As the gherkin dance party. He's doing the worm at the top yeah, of the yeah. gherkin. Yeah, as the, the gherkin slowly melts into into the lava. That's it, yeah. The volcano of London. Thank you for that one, Phil Walters. And from Molly Mosley, we've got pop, pop. Yeah, just just pop. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think this is likely um, the <laughs> that time. Do you remember? That time when the world's oceans became carbonated. <laughs> Everything became pop. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that time? Those sparkling oceans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not still. Yeah. The oceans have never been still, but like this is definitely sparkling yeah. oceans. So as, because of course, as the carbon dioxide is released from, from the earth, as global warming. Oh yeah, yeah. There are these big... Pockets of carbon dioxide melted within the within the within the, um, the ice caps. Yeah, yeah, and it's just carbonating the oceans. It's making the oceans go fizzy. <laughs> so I think we have our film. <laughs> yep. So <laughs> what? What would this do? <laughs> like this is like the lowest key disaster movie. Just sort of like oh, <laughs> the water. Oh, the ocean water tastes bad. It always did. It was salty water. <laughs> well, you, sh- to... you shouldn't drink the ocean water because it, it tastes horrible now. Well, what we what we discover is that as the ice caps melt, mm. a huge portion of the Atlantic ice sheet, not the Atlantic ice sheet, um, is not just solid ice, yeah, but an incredibly compressed, like bubble mm. of carbon dioxide, right? Like. And and I mean this is this is like Mentos and 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 like oh right okay of, yeah yeah of nightmare stuff yeah so no I've got it yeah right there is so that happens mm. the ocean's carbonated people are like this isn't that bad you can it's, deal with it's it it's just there's foam everywhere it's just fucking weird yeah like yeah. you know you know when you get put like like Mentos into a bottle of is it Pepsi uh, well I'll get to the Mentos bit yeah. in a bit. Right, I'm just saying that like it foams up. Yeah, it's like it's all sticky and weird, and like you've got all like seaweed and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's just and, sort and of so a the, bit... the beaches are covered in nasty foam, and everyone's yeah. like, "Oh, that's rubbish." Oh, it's disgusting. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Um, like it stings a little bit as well because it's bubbling on your skin and stuff like that. Coke and not... Mentos. I don't know why it's got a brand to it. I think they probably both fizz up. Well, this is the thing. There was an asteroid headed to Earth. <laughs> the Mentos asteroid. <laughs> it's made of the exact same element that Mentos are made out of. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know that element. <laughs> element M. Yeah. 
Mentos. Mentosium. Mentosium. Yeah. 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 That's that's on its way. We start with the uh, with the Mentos asteroid. Yeah. Because that that's a big threat. Yeah. Right. And then scientists are like, oh well, uh, like. It'll it, land in the uh, It'll ocean. land in the ocean and then what, like, just dissolve? That'll it won't a... do anything bad. It's it's just made of mentosium. Mentosium, when it hits water, it just dissolves and goes... When it hits still water, it just dissolves. <laughs> and everything, like, it, it, nothing nothing bad will happen. It won't even cause a tsunami. What what the hell is that? And then one climatologist <laughs> who's who's been at the at the ice caps recently yeah. has discovered... Played by uh, Mark Addy. Mark Addy, yeah. He's like, oh, well, I've got bad news for you scientific community <laughs> he says at the symposium yeah <laughs> there is a bubble of concentrated carbon dioxide yeah <laughs> underneath the ice caps eh <laughs> you hearing me now eh and um he's mad and the way the way the earth's warming up that carbon dioxide bubble is very close to sinking into the water. We could have a whole sparkling ocean on our hands here. Don't listen to this man, says Hugh Jackman. Okay. He's uh he's just uh he's just fearmongering you, like the rest of his his uh climatologist buddies. They just want us to stop drilling for oil in the in the ice caps. And there's uh, there's these two brothers. Um uh, Luke and Owen Wilson, who are just like, what? What would be so bad if if all the water became carbonated? I mean, I mean, save us a job, save us a job. We're, we're the Coke brothers. <laughs> we, we we make Coca Cola. That that would save us money. That would save. I would save the the soft drinks industry millions, maybe even billions a year. All we'd have to do is take the take the salt out. Yeah, and we already do that for most of our products. <laughs> it's like Marco's like. I don't think you understand, right? If that if that Mentosium asteroid hits the water, we'd all be covered in gunk. It's <laughs> still still not very high stakes, really. Is it? It's just is, everyone becomes sticky. This is great, says um, uh, says Hugh Ben, ben Mendelssohn. Oh right, yeah, yeah. This is great. I'm a, I'm a representative of the of, of of the I've got ideas yeah. uh, of of for a new line of of, of soft drinks, Pepsi, <laughs> S E A, Pepsi. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Uh, and 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 he's like, you don't understand. It's gonna go off like, and he gets a bottle of Coke. Yeah, yeah. It oh yeah, yeah. It's gonna be like. Now pretend this is the ocean. <laughs> That's one of these fucking stupid, stupid demonstrations. Instead of doing it on a, on a whiteboard, yeah. he just gets the bottle of Coke from Wilson, <laughs> pulls the bottle off, and then... Now, now this, Mento, is the asteroid. <laughs> Puts it in the bottle, shakes it up, and then boom! And the whole symposium is like... Shit. Oh my god, we've got to do something about this. Yeah. So... We can't have the sea being that. <laughs> Cut to... Yep. Bruce Willis at a Mentos eating competition. <laughs> In the southern states, you know, like, at a festival or something like that. Yeah, like it's, got, it's got that kind of, like... um 
chili pepper eating competition vibe. Yeah, yeah. But it's all snowflakes on the um and like mint leaves on on the the banners and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's not like a chili pepper eating competition. Yeah. It's a mint eating competition. Yeah. It's the opposite. It's the cool one. Yes. And so he's he's chewing down as uh, many on like a menthol stick. It's Mentos. Yeah. Just like just Mentos just been shoveled into his mouth. <laughs> he's the he's like the clear clear Mentos eating expert. Yeah. <laughs> they get him on a rocket. <laughs> they send him up there. They send him up to the Mentos that he's yeah. like uh, well, it's um, Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. Who's who's making this rocket. Representative of the Pepsi Corporation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got Pepsi written on the side. And it's and it's because they, they, they can't get the um, like NASA on board or anything like that. Because mm. they don't believe them. Yeah. Uh, but they, uh, they shake up a bottle and put it upside down and then just send it into space like that. Yeah, it's like, do you want all the Mentos you can eat? <laughs> you love Mentos. You're going to eat all, all the Mentos. Well, there's a Mento asteroid. Mentosium asteroid. Coming to Earth. And if it hits Earth, you want to go down as a hero for eating Mentos? <laughs> but was like, yeah, sure, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I guess I am already a hero, but, for, for, but only to my kid. <laughs> who, uh, who can't eat Mentos. He's, he's disabled. He, <laughs> he can't eat Mentos. It's like this just... He's just a regular kid. He just doesn't like Mentos. He just doesn't, yeah. But Bruce Willis thinks it's a disability. <laughs> so they send him up to the Mentos asteroid, <laughs> yeah. and it's just footage of him chewing down. And it's like... And it's before it burns up in the atmosphere, <laughs> which is something they didn't account for. Yeah, no, not at all. It would just burn up. Right. Because it's effectively a giant suite. But, right... Um, he's talking about like he's talking to his kid about like and his kid doesn't isn't listening to him. Mm. He's playing Fortnite. Yeah. And he's he's talking to his kid and Ben Mendelssohn about how like Mentosium because he's an expert on it. Chris yeah. Willis. He's like Mentosium is this like naturally cooling um, uh, like substance. Mm. It's it's perfect for like you know you eat a load of chilies. You also you can eat fire yeah. and you can eat men, uh, Mentos and it just douses everything. He uses Mentos uh, uh, distilled liquid to put out house fires. He's also a firefighter. Okay, right, time, yeah, yeah, right. Um, so he's got like he's got his like a, a shovel and a fire axe on his back. Yeah, um, and he goes up to he goes up to, to space to this <laughs> asteroid. Right. Well. So, they as as this as this asteroid's burning up in the Earth's atmosphere. Yeah, right, they're like, "Oh no, he's dead. <clears throat> he's died on this asteroid. We the the Pepsi bottle melted <laughs> on this yeah. asteroid." Um, uh, and then, like, it, the, this the, the what remains of this chomped up like. A grand day out style, like cheese moon, yeah, it's, it's yeah. been eaten up to bits. Like loads of it's been the Wallace and Gromit it's shot got, animation. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's got um, like it's got bite marks all over it. This this uh, meteor is it's crashing into the ocean, right? Yeah, to the point where it's only very small, mm. um, and it smashes, and this huge explosion mushroom cloud of, of, of foam comes yeah. out and it, but it's so much smaller than it could have been right yeah, yeah. that would have been a tsunami mm. that would have been a nuclear bomb like huge waves everywhere it's only small yeah. and they get out to where it was you can see it fizzing yeah. in the water what's left of it um, and they're like oh my god I can't believe he died you know like uh, how are we going to tell his kid mm. and his kid's like 
Dad, no! He's in the boat as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he climbs out onto what's left of this thing that's fizzing. Mm. And he's like, no! And then you just hear this... Still chewing his way through. Yeah. He'd he'd burrowed his way into the centre of the asteroid. Used it as a cocoon. And the natural cooling uh, cooling effects of the menthol uh, in Mentos... um, (laughs) Saved him from burning up in the atmosphere. Saved him from burning up in uh, re-entry. And from then on... Humanity used that to, to 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 save people from re-entry rather than having to have like huge panels. Of... Sending up giant Mentos yeah. uh, rockets up exactly. into space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It cools you down. There we have it. <laughs> Pop. Pop. Thank you, everyone who. Thank you to everyone who gave us titles this week on our social media. If you want to go to give us your film titles, if you're listening and just think, oh, I can have a go at that. I can give you some film titles. Yeah. Uh, then yeah, go to facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast, Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show, and patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. We put posts out every Friday, so keep a lookout for them there. I'm a bit Australian there. Did I? Every Friday. Every Friday. Every Friday. And if you think, if you think I could do that, referring to this podcast, mm. you're probably right. Mm. Give it a go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's quite fun. If you um, don't think you could do that, or you just don't want to, and you'd uh, like us to keep doing it for you, uh, then you can always go over to patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast, which is where you can give us uh, like a little tiny bit of money, as little as a dollar a month, to keep the podcast going. Um, we've got a bunch of really amazing people over there who uh, have just keep the podcast funded and uh, keep it ticking over uh, genuinely like essential to hosting and all the stuff we do on the podcast but um, we give them bonus pitches um, we like we record a bonus pitch every week to to, to give to them um, we they get a, a vote on the genre um, so if you don't like disaster movies and you're like yeah I wish they'd have done something else then you could you could you could have changed this you could have averted this disaster movie. <laughs> yeah, you could have averted these disaster movies. Um, so uh, we also th- say thank you to those people uh, every week, which is to say Brandon Spanky Mills, Porky Ann's Blind Slam, Scrimpy Animal Halls, Stephen D. Thomas. Imagine having a nonsense word as your display name for six months and constantly forgetting to change it. Couldn't be me, sorry. One snail step for man, a giant leap for orcs. Orcsardorks.podbean.com Fingers to hand! You have won the Life's a Pitch monthly tour prize draw. Contact us for a tour of the studio. James Delaney. A crumple and in the on in upon the gallery. A womp in the weir. A written prediction of future events beneath a rugged woodland. Please disregard the following. Stage direction. Lie to Tom before the episode ends. Brent Black Alexa does a lifetime subscription remain valid in a state of undeath vodka Matt perma jugged in the best last biggest most external watching the final next revolution until the end of the Patreon name (laughs) Joseph Hegarty hazardous pods jumbles around into soda shroud zap buyer beware the real cereal dragon and family. Oodles of poodles from Boodles Umpteen Scrumpteen from Baselworth. 
my event horizon is now the perfect size. Alexa, find me a podcast about navigating life as a fledgling vampire. Alex Keane, Tom's collection of unnecessary weapons. Hark, the Herald Angels sing of the second Patreon account I created to join this stupid ARG. Thanks for the gold bullion, suckers. Zoe! Elbridge Jerry stole my jacquard loom and he will steal yours. <coughs> Unless you listen to the Life's a President podcast at tinyurl.com forward slash Life's a President or just search it on Spotify and look at my lovely cover art. The Serial Dragon and Family. There used to be a funny name here once. Brent Black, Screaming Stonehenge, Jonty's Bloomington, Randy, P- you say J, I say FK. FK, FK, FK. FK. Thank you to all those people. Yeah. I often think that if we were like a big YouTube thing yeah. and we had to read those out, I wonder how many more people would jump on. <laughs> or yeah. would they think we were just making most of those up? That's a great question. It is a great question. I think there's a reason that most YouTubers have a uh, have them just scroll past. Yeah, yeah. Or like a special tier for <laughs> yeah, the ones that yeah, read yeah. out. A very expensive one. Yes. Not us. Not us. No, we are very cheap to manipulate. One dollar a month. <laughs> That's all it takes yep. to get your name on there. And it could be anything. It could be you. So we end the show as we always do with the S Very Clever Award. Um, this week I'm giving it to Ross, who's uh, given us a very good... Uh, very good sentence to go out on. They think it's all lava. It is now. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> all right. Well, until next week, I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. And they think it's all lava. It is now. <laughs> <laughs>